can tell you is blame candy. <laughs> with, with with full consent from me. <laughs> 738 on News Radio 923. Informative, local, repetitive. I'm Andrew McKay. Um, oh, I'm getting a bunch of people texting me and say, uh, no, the governor's not coming here for Three Mile Bridge. And I'll tell you what he is coming here for, but um, let's just say it's something that has to do with the rural areas of Santa Rosa County. I don't want to steal his thunder, and I got people are, who are, are he and Casey having issues, and he's no, finding like no, Candy Collerton. Right, I've always you know, I, loved you. I, I, I got like, I got I'm people who are giving me giving me information, and Governor I don't want to compromise. I, it'll it'll be cool, but it's not the bridge, which is, which explains me. why it'd be Milton instead of you know like Pensacola or Gulf Breeze or something like that. So okay, fair enough. Do you think he's listening? Hi, Ron. No, but I don't want to. I mean. Uh, you know, people try to give information. Like if you're if you're going to disclose something major, you don't want somebody to ruin your announcement. You know, and why would I? Why, what, what do I gain from being like, oh, yeah, I know what it is? I mean, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, can I send out secret messages to oh. Ron DeSantis, and will he hear me? Oh well, sure. Yeah, why not? Let's assume you. yes. Let's assume yes. Uh, Seven thirty nine <laughs> on News Radio ninety two three. All right, so uh, we got Mike Wood, who is a public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department. Uh, he is too. joining us now, always. Mike, welcome back to the show, sir. Good morning, Andrew and Candy. Is there something I'm missing on that intro music? Um, something. It, Am I in the wrong it's, time slot? It's the music that plays again and again on the radio when Bill Murray is stuck in Punxsutawney for Groundhog, it's Day. Groundhog Day. Over and over and over again. Every time he wakes up, he wakes up to that song. I have been informed. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I hear to, I'm here to do. Informative, local, dependable. See? Um, okay, so we had uh, somebody passed away on Scenic Highway. There was a death investigation there from last week. What do we know at this point? Well, it's, the evidence suggests and the information that we have is this was a self-inflicted gunshot wound, and, okay. which is an extremely sad situation. And, you know, we talked about this many times before about being able to reach out and talk to someone and before you get to that point and uh, – uh, unfortunately, that's not that, that's not what happened in this situation. So uh, another sad situation. If you know somebody that's that's having extreme issues like that, please get them help. There's plenty of free help out there. There's lots of people who care. Lots of people who help. Absolutely, no doubt. Um, we also had a really. I, when I hear these stories, it's. I mean, honestly, I, there's a part of me that doesn't want to talk about them at all. But then I realize that we can maybe be helpful in teaching people what not to do so it doesn't happen again. But we had an infant death. Is that right? Yeah, we did. Uh, we had that this week. Um, and, you know, this is a, a situation that officers never, ever get used to. It's a horrible situation. Uh, nobody means to do it uh, when when this happens. But, you know, we've talked about it for many years. Uh, Sheriff Simmons has also done it. They have a billboard campaign going right now about uh, co-sleeping, uh, about uh, infants in cribs on their bellies uh, with lots of blankets. Things like that can just have a disastrous results. And if we can just keep uh, this morning by talking about it, if we can just keep one person from doing that, from changing their ways, not sleeping with the infant and lying the infant on its back in the crib, uh, it's worth talking about again. Uh, on their back, in the crib, away from the parents, tight bed sheets, you know, um, wrap them up like a baby burrito. You know, all, all of the stuff, it's, it's, it's not that hard to do, but if you don't know, you don't know. And it's awful to think because parents who do this are, you know, they think they're doing a smart thing. Or, and I get it. You're, you're exhausted. You're breastfeeding. You just want to go to I, all. I get it. We, you know, we had kids. We have kids. 
Uh, but, you know, you just have to act for safety. And the, the challenge for the for some of this is that, you know, some of the advice over the years changes. This is one that's been consistent for a good, you know, two decades now is, is to do things this way. So please follow that advice. Don't co-sleep the babies. It's not safe for them. It's not safe for you. And by the way, just like side note stuff is, you know, drop side cribs are no longer, I think, even legal to be sold in the United States. And, you know, you're not supposed to resell them. You're not supposed to buy them at garage sales because those can be dangerous as well because it's very common for kids to push over into the drop side crib and get stuck between the mattress and the door uh, or the, you know, the, the vertical piece and, uh, and suffocate and die and get crushed. It's, it's horrible, but, you know, things that people don't necessarily know. Um, you guys also, um, uh, Chief Randall had kind of talked about this program to educate businesses, I think, particularly. But I assume the advice would all also go for homeowners when it comes to uh, landscaping trees, shrubs, things like that. Yeah, and, you know, this has been around before. It's You know, back in the 90s, it was under uh, community-oriented policing where officers would be trained in this type of situation uh, about homes and businesses and, and the crime risk that exists. Uh, around them. A lot of that has to do with shrubbery and lighting. Um, both are very inexpensive ways of making your home or business a lot safer. And uh, so we're going through that again. There's there's new ways of, of doing it. There's new uh, things to look at because, uh, you know, times have changed and we have two officers trained in that and we're about to have two more go to it. And um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a good program. We're glad to see it back. Yeah, and just you know, keeping the height of the shrubs down, keeping the trees at their right height, keeping the low limbs. It's, it, it's avoiding giving criminals a place to hang out and hide and lurk or you know anything that they. A criminals deprived of space to operate, just like anything else, will be less likely to commit crimes, right? Exactly, and you know the lighting at night is one thing, but uh, that's where the shrubbery comes in in the daytime. Burglaries, especially home burglaries, do happen in the daytime when people are at work. So. Uh, we're just trying to keep them from having places to hide and and be easily easily be seen when they're committed or committing committing these crimes. I'll say that one more time. If you can make them committing feel exposed and unsafe, you're winning. <laughs> that's that's always the goal. Yeah, that, right. That, that's the point. Uh, we did have a. Uh, I forgot to mention this when we were talking about just the events, but you told me we had a, also a shooting on B Street. Is that right? That was yesterday. It was in the 600 block of uh, B Street. Shots were fired. A vehicle was hit, but fortunately no one was injured. Well, that's good news, but I assume, I mean, do we have, is that all we know? We don't have any other information? People are cooperating, not cooperating at this point? What do we know, if anything? Um, yeah, that, that's all I know at this point. The investigation's okay. ongoing. I have no idea if they're connected with the shootings that, that have been happening in the community recently, but um but yeah, we're just we're glad nobody was hit. But it's also a good reminder that you, the PPD, and the sheriff's office always communicate and cooperate, especially on high-profile crimes like shootings, right? Absolutely. We uh, we wear different uniforms, but we have one goal in mind: we're going to work with them. They work with us, and we're going to uh, we're going to find who's doing these shootings and and put them in jail where they belong. Very good. We're talking to Mike Wood, Public Information Officer for the Pensacola Police Department. Uh, you were one of the information sources for the um, temporary closure of the bridge due to the demolition of that pier with the explosives, right? Yeah, it was only closed for about five minutes. And, uh, you know, there were boats out on the on the bay looking. It was almost like it was the 4th of July. They were out there watching, getting ready for this when uh, all it was, it was a very small uh, explosive, and there was just a couple of bubbles that came up to the surface. That's all it was to it. So um, I'm sure they were disappointed, but they got the job done, 
And, um, yeah, the bridge is uh, very close to being ready to go. Outstanding. From the onlooker's perspective, it was snapper farts. So, okay, I, <laughs> I'll take it. That's, <laughs> But better to be safe than, you know, any other kinds of a problem. I'll take that. Uh, do we have a, uh, a myth or a did you know for this week? Yeah, we do. And oh, we I'm, sorry. Before, I, but I, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? Can can we? I, I completely forgot to ask you, and I want to make sure to give you a chance to talk about it because we have talked about it with all our other law enforcement partners. But um, just because I know you guys care about this, did you have a thought on the video that came out of the Tyree Nichols case? I mean, we. It seems pretty clear we all have a fairly consistent view of this. You know, that wasn't law enforcement. That was just a beat down. There didn't even look like law enforcement uh, to the professionals, uh, among other things. But I wanted to give you a chance because PPD hasn't weighed in on this yet. So your thoughts on that incident? Well, from the video I saw and what most police officers, the first thing they're going to think is, uh, you know, the original information that we got was it was because of reckless driving. And when you pull somebody over for reckless driving, one or two officers will approach the vehicle. They're asked for the driver's license and insurance. Uh, they'll let them know why they're being stopped. Uh, but this one didn't go that way. This one went from zero to 100, uh, which makes me think that there's some history there. there there's either uh, personal or professional history there between the officers and the individual. Something, something. There's more to it. Um, this was not a normal traffic stop. This was. It reminded me of the the video that we all saw of Reginald Denny being pulled from his truck in Los Angeles and beaten by four or five people. Um, but the, what made this one worse is is the ones doing the beating had badges on. So yeah. uh, I think there's a lot more information that needs to come out that probably will come out. Um, and I'll just say my comments were after that. That's fine. And, and you know, there's been unconfirmed rumors, absolutely unconfirmed, but the, you know, um, about the, that there was some kind of a, maybe a relationship between him and a woman who had been a former girlfriend or something of one of these cops. And, and the only reason that becomes relevant is because their behavior is so inexplicable, so crazy and unprofessional. And that, you know, you're, you're almost like want to find some way to, give an explanation to it because it is just so crazy but it is uh, atrocious unprofessional un uncop like and i i agree with the charges uh, obviously um last thing i wanted to ask you again a cop myth or a did you know and uh, uh anything like that for this week mike yeah yeah and it relates to this you know that the myth is that officers are just going to cover up for each other we've talked about this before as well that's just simply not true um uh, good cops can't stand dirty cops. I can tell you that we're not going to give up our careers, uh, our, you know, our pensions, our reputations over somebody that's doing wrong like that. Uh, and it's, it's just simply not true. So um, if, if cops see other ones doing things like that uh, to stand by and let it go, it's just not, you know, I've never seen anything like that happen in Pensacola. And, uh, you know, and if it does, then the disciplinary action uh, is forthcoming uh, for that officer too, that's covering it up. So uh, uh, that myth is totally untrue. And and good to know we've you've said that before and I super because I think that's just like across professions you know uh, when I was a teacher I knew I hated the bad teachers or the abusive teachers when I'm a talk show host I hate talk show hosts who are incompetent at what they do or who lie or make stuff up I mean doctors hate bad doctors you know it's across the board the good members of any profession are the most outraged at the bad members because this one incident has now all of a sudden just about in the perception of a lot of people brought us all the way back to like just post Ferguson with the cops. It's it's horrible. And, you know, if we could just prevent that, then, um, you know, we'd be way ahead. Uh, Mike Wood is a public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department. As always, Mike, thank you so much for the time. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.